name is Wan, and you're listening to another episode of Birthing Babes podcast. In a few seconds, you'll hear me talk to Issy of Seriously Milestone about her three babes, a loss, and perinatal depression, as well as chatting small business. Um, so I am Issy Kerr. Um, I am the founder of Seriously Milestones. Um, I am a mum of three. Um, a seven-year-old, a four-and-a-half-year-old, and an almost one-year-old. And that's probably me in a nutshell. How long have you been doing Seriously My Stone? Three years. How are you enjoying what you're doing? Um, I really, really loved it, um, mm. as, especially after I had my second because I didn't want to go back to work. So yeah. I really liked being able to stay at home and do something outside of mumming um, yeah. and have something kind of a bit of a creative outlet. I've found it a bit different since having number three. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's a bit more of a chore than an outlet. But now that he's older, now that he's almost one, I'm starting to enjoy it again. Yeah. Do you think it's, um, it was because, I guess, you know, the newborn phase oh three kids is just like nuts it's so full on I mean one kid is full on too um but yeah I just I found that it was pretty crazy um I did take three months off which was awesome and I'm so glad that I kind of allowed myself the time to do that yeah um but yeah it was just it's just been insane so it's something that you just always have to, you know, check your online store to see if you've got orders and things like yeah. that. And sometimes you just don't get a chance. Yeah. What were you doing you know, before? You... Oh, sorry. I was a social worker. Oh, and you don't miss, yeah. you don't miss going full time, but back to yeah. working for someone else. No, not at all. Yeah. I, I, miss, either. I miss the people and I miss like the workplace. Yeah. But. I don't miss the inflexibility of being in a workplace. Hmm. My, uh, someone asked, um, sorry, this was asked before um, and, you know, they're like, oh, how, what motivates you to keep doing what you're doing? And I'm like, failure. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> fail because I don't ever want to go back to my old job and do nine yeah. <laughs> and that And that feels you know, that's the fuel to my business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, I guess we'll talk about Zoe's birth first. Yep. Yeah. Um, how was, so you were um, working full time when you, when you had Zoe. Yes. Yep. Mm. Yeah. And how I worked was up the pregnancy? Like, easy. Like, mm. So easy, like got pregnant easy. The pregnancy was easy. I worked until I think like 37 or 38 weeks. Um, yeah, it was for Z. The pregnancy was super easy, but then it was the actual, and the birth was like pretty straightforward too, but it was the actual like motherhood aspect that really kicked me in the face. Mm. So, yeah, I found... I was like, yeah, cool. Like, this is going to be so good. And then she was born and it was like, oh, I was worried about the pregnancy and the birth, but <laughs> I really should have been worried about the stuff after that. No one really yeah, just... talked to you about the afterbirth though, because 
I guess the birth comes before the baby, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's what all you're focusing on when you're pregnant yeah. is the birth. But mm-hmm. really the birth is one day in your life and raising babies is forever. So Yeah. Yeah. So how was, was the birth? Pretty full on. How was the birth? Mm. Um, she was induced because they thought she was going to be super, super tiny. Um, She ended up being seven, six. So she was just hiding. Um, But yeah, no, she was a good size. She was induced, but she, that just came naturally. So apart from, you know, being induced, does that make sense? Like, (laughs) yeah, I've never heard about um, being induced because they're tiny. Yeah, yeah. They, she, I mean, she kept growing and we had scans constantly, um, but they just wanted to get her out because sometimes it's better to monitor babies on the outside than it is on the inside. Yeah. So we still got to five days over. Um, oh, but okay. he was okay, you know, let's get her out now. Yeah. Um, and so we did, and she was seven, six, and she was totally fine. Mm, that's every totally not the weird, normal, like, crazy little preemie size that I thought and I was told that she was going to be. Like I was told she'd be lucky to crack six kilos, like six pounds. Wow. Yeah, but she was okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then your second? Yeah, so um, with Fat Man, I was so keen to be induced because that was what I knew. Yeah. And even though people say they hate inductions, I was like, nah. I know that I can, you know, I can get Z babysat, I can lock it all in and I can just know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but there was no reason for him to be induced. Like he was perfectly fine in size and he was kind of kicking all the goals. Um, and we had an induction date booked in uh, and then he happened to come in the middle of the night when I was 40 weeks and five days as well. So <laughs> the induction date was booked in for a couple of days later. Yeah. But yeah, he just came on of his own accord in the middle of the night. And were you doing seriously milestone then? No, no, it was after him. So he was kind mm-hmm. of the catalyst for yeah, for starting it because I didn't want to go back. Yeah. And how so how yeah. was how was the um how was his birth? Um his birth was great. It was really really good, although I remember being just hyper hyper aware of what was happening. Yeah. Whereas with Zed, I've found that, you know, they were telling you stuff and you don't, I didn't really know when I had to push, like it was more that they were saying, okay, you have to push now. Mm. Um, and so with him, I was just so, so aware of what was going on. And I feel like it was probably the most painful birth because Uh. I was so aware of how I was progressing and, you know, and when he was ready, like ready to push. Yeah. And I just remember thinking as he was transitioning, I remember thinking, how don't more women pass out during birth? Like, it's so hardcore. Yeah. Like, it's fucked like up. That. And he's got a massive head too. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty full on. But, I mean, I've been lucky. I've had really short labours. But yeah. still, like, right on that transition, it is the most incredible pain ever imaginable. Um, yeah. But yeah, but still, still a good birth. So I mean, his head was quite big, and he did he did a little bit of damage, but yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. It I wasn't remember. Too bad. It was okay. I remember thinking that the ring of fire was so real. 
Oh, that is so real. <laughs> I was I kept backing away from that. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. nah. I I remember thinking, okay, I need a push. I really, really need a push. But then once the midwife's like, okay, now you can push, I said to her, no, <laughs> because it yeah. hurts so much. Yeah. Although like, no. having said that, my, the obstetrician came in with that man and she was like, okay, he's the cords wrapped around. So I need to get my hand in there and unwrap it. So on the next, um, next contraction, you can't push and not being able to push on a contraction was way harder than pushing. Like it was, it was crazy, crazy because your body's like trying to, you know, get the baby out. Yeah. And you just can't. You just can't. And then this lady's trying to shove her hand up. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no, wrong way, wrong way. Out, out. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. But you've but, healed yeah, all so, right. Pardon? You've healed okay from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally okay. Um it did I did have to go see a physio after him. Um yeah. because he's he's big head. But yeah, healed okay. <laughs> What, when did you start Seriously Milestone? How old was Fat Man? Uh, Fat Man was about, how old was he? He was almost one. Mm. So I had the concept, he was a terrible, terrible sleeper. Mm. Like he could be up, up to like 12 times a night. Um, and so I was up all the time. And so I kind of had this idea rolling around in my head, but I had no brain space to figure out how to do it or what the first step was or anything um so we went to sleep school when he was nine months old and after that um he magically just started sleeping through and has been the best sleeper ever since um so I kind of had a bit more brain space after that and so around when he was around one I was kind of like okay cool I'm gonna do this and then it launched a couple of months after that Oh, you made it sound so easy. Oh, yeah, it wasn't that easy. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, yes, I wanted to do this for a while and then I did it. Yeah, no, it wasn't (laughs) like that. It does sound like that in the short story, but no, I actually went through a few graphic designers at first. Yeah. Like I have a friend who's a graphic designer and I kind of asked, told her my idea and what she thought. Um. And she liked it, but she wanted to kind of co-own it. But she was working full time. And I was like, I don't Mm. see how that could work because if we were going to do markets, like Mm. it would need to be shared. How's it going to play out? And she also then kind of had different ideas to me too. She was like, I don't Mm. think some people will post some of the things you've got on your cards. And she was a bit more, she liked the traditional milestone cards a bit more. But I was like, that's not the point, like this is the point of mine is that they're different. Yeah. Um, so that one didn't work. And it, I mean, it, it was never really anything, any serious conversations, but, you know, I got to the point where I was like, I want to do this. And she, mm. yeah, just, it was too different. Mm. And then I had another friend who was a graphic designer. Um, and she, I think she just didn't have time. And she was mm. kind of like, oh, she had, you know, she kind of had a few things that she wanted to change as well and she didn't really have time and so yeah so I hit a fair few dead ends before it started and then I sat down with um M Clossy from Happy Hands Happy Heart mm. and I was like I've got this idea and I've talked to a few people about it but 
it's not moving forward and I don't really, I feel like I'm stuck. Mm. And so then she put me on to Morgie Mac, um, a Bendigo graphic designer and said, Mm. have a chat with her and see what she thinks. And we met and it was awesome. And it just kind of went from there. Yeah. So yeah, like because I was, I wasn't in control of the graphic stuff and she had just had a baby too. Um, There was a fair bit of time while she was doing like designing them that I had time to source packaging and printing and, and all of those and even get my website set up and do all that. So it was kind of good because I couldn't rush into it because I didn't have a choice to rush into it. So I had a really good chance to, source a photographer and do all this background stuff. So when it launched, it was a really fun launch. Yeah. I think if I had have done the graphics, I would have just done it and put it out into the world and I probably would have ended up changing it and not loving it. But, yeah, it was good to have someone else do it. And, yeah, and it was just kind of happened from there. Yeah, that sounds good. I um, Yeah, it was good. I didn't really have my shit together at all when I started Yumi and Bones. I was just kind of like, this is what I'm doing. Let's yep. just like do it. <laughs> yeah. And that would have been me. It totally would have been me because I was so excited about it. Yeah. And occasionally yeah. I'd get impatient and I'd be like, no, no, I just want to do it. But it was, it was good to have someone else that was mainly in control of the time frame. So I had to do other stuff as well. Yeah. And she's still designing for you now? Yep. Three years yeah, It's on. so easy now. Like I'll just tell her a like I don't even really have to do a proper brief. I'm like, I want to do this and she just does it. So yeah. it's good. She knows my style. And So your your kids, um, sorry, Zed and Fatman, they're how far apart are they? Um, two and a half years. And then there's Burrito. And then there's Burrito who was three and a half years after Fatman. Mm. And um, that was because I was decided- done. I was so done with yeah. two kids. Yeah, and then I started selling the cot and the pram and my husband mm. was like, why are you selling everything? And I mean, I don't know. Why not? Like, we don't need to hold on to it. And he's like, um, no, I think we should have another one. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I'd be like, don't it's touch me. <laughs> <laughs> and the pregnancy was good? Mm, that one definitely hit me the hardest, the third one. Um, I remember going to see my obstetrician and just saying, I'm pretty sure it's twins because I'm so tired <sighs> and I just feel horrible. And he said, no, you're just older. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose like there was six years between my first pregnancy and my most recent pregnancy. So mm. yeah, I definitely felt all of the nine months. Yeah. Um, for the first trimester, I had to have an hour nap every day. Yeah. Um, which luckily at that stage in the first trimester, Fat Man still had a day sleep. So yeah. it was only when Zed was on school holidays that it was, there was like the, her, her first school holidays in grade prep were horrible. Like she just hated me because I would just sit her down in front of the tally. Like we would sit there and watch tally all morning. And then yeah. I'd put Fat Man to sleep and then I'd have a sleep and Zed yeah. would just keep watching telly. And then in yeah. the afternoon, we'd probably go and get ice cream or something. Yeah. <laughs> like we did nothing because I just couldn't handle anything. Yeah. Well, it's tiring. 
Yeah, it is. It's crazy. And I hadn't really felt that full-blown pregnancy tiredness mm-hmm. until this pregnancy. Like it was, yeah, it was really, really full on. Um, and then the second trimester, I stupidly did a trade show and a finders keepers. Um, Cause I was like, second trimester, I'll be awesome. And I was okay, but it killed me. It absolutely killed me. Like I was just a mess by the end of both of those things. And they're pretty back to back too. There's only usually two weeks in between Finders Keepers, July and the trade shows. So mm. yeah, I was, I was dead after that. And then kind of, yeah, moved straight into the third trimester and I was just dead again. So <laughs> it was a very slow pregnancy. And I think even like practically, if I wanted to have number four, I'd be like, Oh my God. I don't know if I can do that again. How can you do everything? It's crazy. I, yeah, I don't know. You just kind of do. I yeah. like the first six months of this year were a total, total blur. Like it was just survival. Mm. Um, but he's hit that sweet spot where, you know, he's almost one now and the kids can play with him and, he, yeah, I don't know. He's just a bit more fun and his personality is coming out. Yeah. 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 I feel yeah. the same with Akira at the moment. She's, the tantrums are coming in, but she, <laughs> which I, I don't enjoy that part, but she's getting more independent now. She's able to communicate more and, you know, she's just, yeah. she's just fun at the moment. I, I, this might sound bad, but I, I am falling in love with her again. Yeah. I, yep. You know, we, we both did struggle, I think, after the birth and, you know, with the newborn and a few months or whatever. It was really hard. Yes. Yeah. yeah, stress and anxiety and all that. It's just, it just takes its toll. And yeah. Yeah. I just feel like right now, um, you know, my head's still kind of underwater, but I can kind of breathe again. If that makes yeah, sense. yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. I absolutely understand that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you feel, were you, you know, were you in the same situation as well with your first two? First, definitely. Um, I really hated motherhood first time around. Mm. Um, and just like for the first six months of her life, she was definitely an only child. Like there was no way we were doing that shit again. Mm. Um, and it probably wasn't until fat man came along that I enjoyed it. Like poor Zed, she totally got the worst of me. Mm. Um, after Zed though, we lost a baby. Mm. And I think that was the moment where I kind of went, I do want to do this. Um, And I, yeah, there are good things about it. And then, so when Fat Man came along, I actually, I relaxed so much. But once he was born, his pregnancy was horrible in terms of Mm. that I didn't relax at all. Mm. Um, But once Because of what happened? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then once he was born, I feel like I really found my groove. Mm. So that was nice because, yeah, I I think with that I was just... Yeah, I went back to work super quickly because I was not enjoying it. Um, yeah, it was just, I just didn't love it. And I yeah. think I thought I would. And I 
have always been the type of person in a job who has kind of been able to master whatever they're doing relatively quickly. And I found that with parenthood, I couldn't figure it out and there was no formula. And some days I'd think I was doing it really well. And then the next day, you know, something else would happen and it'd be back to square one. And I was like, no, it's meant to kind of progress. Like it's meant to move forward, but it doesn't move forward. It just kind of, it keeps going around in new circles and Mm. every age is different and every stage is different. Um, So I really, I think, struggled with that, that you can't figure it out and Mm. then just keep moving forward. Like I read so many parenting books when Zed was little, trying to figure it out and trying to figure her out. Whereas when Fat Man came along, I just kind of went with it and it was so much nicer. But, I mean, you can't tell a mum to just go with it. Like you just have to get to that point in your own time. So, yeah, I remember asking for help with the Kira um, about her sleeping. She still doesn't sleep um, much and everyone was just trying to tell me it's normal. And I got so mad because I'm, I don't care if it's normal. I need help. Yeah. 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 You don't tell me that it's normal and to deal with it because I, I can't deal with it and I'm not dealing with, you know, I wasn't dealing with it at the moment. That's why yeah. I'm asking for help. And, yeah, I remember being so frustrated, not just with my own baby, but with everyone else who I ask for help. Yeah. Um, but once, you know, once you've passed that stage, it is, it is normal, I guess, because you know, your baby was inside of you for nine months and then suddenly yeah. they're not anymore. And all yeah. they wanted just, you know, that warmth and, and, you know, the comfiness again, I guess. So yeah, but at the time I was just like so upset and angry and I'm like, why am I feeling this way about my baby? It's, it was really awkward. Yeah, and I hated it when people used to say, oh, but then when you see them in the middle of the night, that makes it all better. And I was like, no, it doesn't. Like, I just want her to sleep. It doesn't make it yeah. better seeing her face. Like, I don't want to see her face because I want her to be asleep. Yeah, yeah. I remember I cried one time because she was just smiling at me happily. And I'm like, well, how, why am I feeling this way about you? Yeah. And that was when I went and asked for help, professional yep. help. So I guess they can't tell me it's normal <laughs> because um, I guess I'm, you know, it's their job to make me feel better. And, and that's the thing, isn't it? It's such a fine line. And I think maybe in hindsight I did have a bit of postnatal with Zed, mm. but it's such a fine line here because everyone is telling you it's normal, mm. but also what is normal, like normal adjustment, and like there's such a fine line between adjusting to parenthood and also just hating it. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, people who are just adjusting, they do hate parts of it. But then it just kind of all of a sudden blurs into, okay, no, you shouldn't hate it that much. Like you can hate it a bit, but you can't hate it this much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to figure out where where you're standing. Yeah, it definitely yeah. is. And then you feel bad for feeling the way you do. You don't really want to talk to people about it because we're meant to be loving our our children and we do, yeah. but we just don't know how to cope with all these negative emotions as well. It's just, yeah, I just, um, 
I don't know. <laughs> now I'm just rambling, but it's definitely not fun times feeling that way. No, not at all. Okay. Do you want to talk about Burrito's birth? Yep. Um, so he was also born at 40 weeks and five days. So that's my little serious? quirk because all of my <laughs> kids were born at 40 weeks and five days. Um, he also was booked for an induction just because he wasn't engaging at all. Like he never engaged the whole pregnancy, um, which was kind of good because I never got that like feeling like I couldn't walk and I never cracked a full waddle, I don't think. Unlike with Batman, like he was, his massive head engaged super early and I just like waddled the whole time. Um, So, yeah, so we went to see him on the Monday, the obstetrician. And he was like, yeah, no, that baby's not engaging. Like, he's not going to come out by himself. Like, we're going to, we're going to induce you. And then he's like, we might even do it tonight. Like, you might even just head up to the hospital. And I was like, oh, okay. I love how, (laughs) I love how casual they are about this. Oh, yeah. Um, why don't we just do it today? We're not busy. So, all right, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. And that's like, because even when we went there, like my husband said, oh, what do you think is going to happen? And I said, it'd be awesome if we could be induced on like Friday because fat man's got daycare and Zed will be at school. And like, usually my labors are pretty quick. So, you know, we, you could get them off to school. I could go up to hospital. You could meet me up there and just do it that way. (laughs) And I said, that's my plan. But I know that Pete will have it booked in already like he would just yeah he would have looked at you know all the births coming up that week and he'd be like all right we're going to induce this one on this day and that and he'll know it so yeah so we went up there and he had a feel around it he was like hmm I might book you in for tonight but I've got a a person coming in straight after you and (sighs) if And I might book her in. I'm going to book one of you in tonight and I don't know which one yet. I need to like, I need to suss her out and see which one's going to take longer because the longer one needs to go up tonight. And so he's like, do you mind if you sit in the waiting room? And I was like, no, that's fine. Um, So I sat in the waiting room (laughs) and we watched this other lady like waddle in. (laughs) And then she came out with her partner and they were standing at reception. I just wanted to go over to her and say, when are you going in? Are you going in tonight or tomorrow? Um, yeah. But yeah, she left and then I went in again and he said, okay, you're not coming up tonight. You're coming in tomorrow morning though. Like I need you to be there at, you know, 7am. Um, and then he did a stretch and sweep. Um, but I don't like, he wasn't, he kind of didn't think that would do anything because Bubs was like just swimming around in the middle and wasn't engaged at all. So he's like, I'll see you at 7am. And I, yeah, I got, and I said, oh, do you think it'll be a good induction? And he was like, no, nah, honestly, because he's not engaged, I think, you know, it's going to be a really long, slow one. Um, and so I got, yeah, I got really upset and I mean, it wasn't too bad, but I just kind of, it wasn't the way I thought it would go. Like, yeah, I thought it would probably, if it was, Induction, okay, but I thought, you know, it'd be pretty quick like it was with the other two. And I had in the back of my head this saying that thirds are turd. Um, and it just means that, you know, sometimes the third birth is just totally different to the first two. Yeah. Um, 
and so, yeah, I kind of had, you know, all these signs that it was going to be horrible. Um, and I went and picked Zed up from school and I was kind of, yeah, I was just really, really flat. I was like, I don't, I don't want it to happen this way. Um, and so we decided to go out for dinner that night because, oh yeah, I was trying to figure out lies because he's like, you'll be in hospital for a couple of days, probably before you have the baby. Um, really? So I was trying to, yeah, was like just because like they would do the gel first rather than like put you straight on a drip because, right. because yeah, Bubs wasn't engaged. Um, and so I was trying to yeah, figure out like, you know, lies to tell the kids for the next night why I wouldn't be home and just, yeah, just a real head case. Um, and so I went out for dinner and I felt a bit yuck and like I had a bit of a bleed, but I was like, well, he's done a massive stretch and sweep. Like, you know, that's, that's probably what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until later that I realized that that was like a show and that was like my mucus yeah. plug. So went out for dinner. Have you had shows? Oh, uh, I don't know if I have. Like definitely not like this, like not like to go, yeah. oh yeah, that's a show. Like I don't know if I did that the other two. I bled and I was just like, fuck, I am having a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, this is, this is not. I'm not in the labor. I'm just, it's just really bad Braxton Hicks. Yeah. <laughs> I was in denial the whole time. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. Um, no, but I think because like after a stretch and, stretch and sweep, you know, he's like, oh, you know, you might bleed a bit anyway. So I didn't, oh. didn't really think about it too much. And I had a pad in anyway from the stretch and sweep. So I was kind of like, nah, it's nothing. So yeah, we went out for dinner, got home and I was just so flat and exhausted that I was like, I'm not even going to pack my bag. Like, I mean, it was mainly packed, but I was like, yeah. I'm not going to pack my bag. I'm going to do it in the morning um, because I just can't be bothered. I just need to lie here and just process it and, you know, work through it. Um, and then at about 10-ish, my water's broke. Mm. Like, yeah, I was on the toilet and I was like, okay, this is happening. Oh, God. Um, and so our person that was coming over was my brother-in-law. So I said to hubby, maybe just text your brother. And he's a bit of a night owl. I was like, just see if he's still awake um, and see what he's doing. Um, and he's like, yeah, yep, yeah, I'm awake. And then we're like, okay, cool. And then about 10 minutes later, I was like, yeah, okay, you need to get him to come over. Um, and so by the time he arrived, I was having contractions. Um, so we got to the hospital probably about 11 p.m. Um, and I joked to my husband, and like there's this joke with private health that if you go in after midnight, that's your first day. Whereas yeah. if you go in before midnight, that's day one. And so like, yeah. you only get an hour of day one and you get like five days. Yeah, yeah. And so I said to my hubby when we got there, I was like, oh, we're meant to wait till after midnight. And then oh, I like shit. started having this massive contraction in the car park. And he's like, no, we're not waiting. You You're need like, to go I can in. wait an hour. It's, it's fine. I'll just clench. <laughs> and then because I was leaning against the car, he's like, wait, are you actually like waiting? And I was like, no, no, no. I'm having a contraction. <laughs> That's why I've stopped walking. <laughs> not because I'm waiting. But yeah, it was That's all, really it was funny. really funny anyway. And like even driving to the hospital, yeah. He was like, oh, I'm going to run red lights because it's the middle of the night and yeah. 
if a cop pulls me over, how cool is this story? And I'm never, ever going to get to run red lights ever again. So he was so like super cautious, like creeping out at the, um, at the lights. But then he's like just gunning it through once he realized that he was totally safe. Yeah. Um, and like, and even like turning left and stuff, he was like, oh, it's red, but there's no one coming the other way. And he was like, this is the best thing ever. And he's so not a hoon. He's such a grandma, but he was so excited that he had to run red lights. Um, so yeah, we got there about 11, got up to the room. Um, they just left us to our own devices. And then at about midnight, I was like, yep, yep, let's do this. Yeah, um, should have waited. Kind of, you know, yeah, totally should have waited. Um, and then walked down to the room um, and he got in there. And, uh, yeah, and I had a massive contraction, like, as soon as we walked in because I walked down there thinking, oh, I might need some gas or something. Um, walked down there and I had this massive contraction and she's like, was that different to your other ones? And I was like, yeah, it totally was. And she's like, right, no time for gas. Get on the bed. Time to push. Oh. Um, and he was born. Oh, she, how does she know? Um, because you, uh, you got monitor on your tummy? No, I had nothing. And like, how does she know no that monitor- that was different? Um, she could just tell by the noise I made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was, yeah. she was such a good midwife. Like I loved her. She was so old school. Um, mm. and she was really good at talking me through it. Mm. Um, and yeah. And so he was born at quarter to one. Oh my gosh. That's really quick. Yeah. Super quick. Yeah. Um, you would, you would so, have yeah, gotten the fine though. Made it, like he was there and he was. Yeah. And I said, I thought this baby wasn't going to come out. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sometimes I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no biggie. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, it was, um, his was my favourite birth. Yeah. Because yeah. it was so quick? I, uh, because he was quick, but also because I felt like I was the most in control with his too. Yeah. Like I... I was on hands and knees cause I had to be, cause he wasn't in a good position. Um, mm. so they like needed me like to kind of, you know, swivel my hips or whatever to get him in a good position. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I felt, I think it was the way the midwife talked me through it as well. Yeah. Like she kept saying like, you know, you can do this and you've done it before. And mm. yeah, just the way she talked me through it was really, really good. And I just felt like I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Whereas with Zed, I was just had no idea. And then with yeah. that man still, I feel like I still had this element of just concentrating on the pain. Yeah. Um, whereas with Burrito, like he, yeah, he kind of slipped out and I've since checked and he's got the same size head as fat man, but it just didn't feel like he had the same size head. Yeah. Um, Maybe you were more, yeah. like you said, you know, you're more relaxed because you feel more in control and that help. I, I don't know. Maybe that's why. Yeah. I, I really, really think it did. Like I was just, yeah, it was just really good. Did you have any pain relief for your for Z's birth? Z, sorry, I'm like um, Z Z. <laughs> um, just gas. Yeah, and same with Fat Man. Same with Fat Man. Yeah, both of mine, all three of mine, have been pretty much too quick. Yeah. Um, like with Z. When I, because I was induced, like you get a bit of time to chat with the midwives, 
Mm. And they had kind of said to me when I went in there, like, how do you want this to play out? And I said, oh, look, I'd like it to be natural. I'm mm. not opposed to drugs, but I want to see, like, don't let me just take drugs straight away. Like, see if you can push me a little bit, like, you know, yeah. just see how I go. Um, and so by the time I was kind of like, yep, I need something. Um, I need you to do an internal and check me. Like, I need at least to know if I've got really, if I've progressed really far or if I'm, only progressed a little bit and if it's going to take ages and I need something to get me through it. Um, and so by the time they did an internal, I was already 10 centimetres. Um, and so they're like, yeah, nah, you're 10 Sorry. centimetres, you're good to go. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, and same, like with Fat Man, he was in the middle of the night too. Um, and the midwives just totally left me to myself. Like they're like, yep, second timer cool we'll just be at the station like you just buzz us when you need to push and we'll just wheel you down and I was like are you serious yeah I would have been like no you stay right (laughs) where you are (laughs) and so yeah so then by the time I was ready to push they like they got a wheelchair to my room and I was like can I like ride this backwards like I don't think I can sit on my bottom and they're like, no, 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 you can't. It's a hospital. Like you can't sit in a wheelchair. Like you can't straddle it. <laughs> I was like, come on. And so they made me sit in it and like got me up there. Um, and then we got up there and the, like she was just so casual. Like I was sucking on the gas, but the little whistle wasn't making a noise. And so I was oh, doing that. Meant to? Like, oh, I don't think this machine's even plugged in. And so she was like, oh my God. Duffing around with that. And then she was trying to call the like desk because there was only two of them on. And she was trying to call the desk and she's like, oh, the phone's not working. And she's like, she's just to my husband, can you just run down and tell them? And <laughs> so it was Jesus. so, so casual. Um, so, yeah, I, I had a teeny bit of gas for him, but I don't, yeah. I didn't even really. Um, was and it even working? Yet, totally just no time. Mm. So. That's crazy. Yeah. Not, yeah, as I said, not opposed to drugs, but I just never had the chance. Yeah. When everything happens too quickly, you're just like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just have to do it. <laughs> well, not, yeah. not, you know, in the moment, you're just like, please, <laughs> just yeah. help me. I was screaming like, Dan, help me. I was just making all these noise. I was like <laughs> an animal. It was crazy. And the yeah. midwife was just like, please stop screaming. <laughs> <laughs> You're not putting yeah, your Sarah, energy into pushing. I think I kind of knew with the other two that, like, I knew that I was in too deep by the time I needed it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I was like, no, no, no. Like, yeah, I need something. Yeah. Um, and so many of my friends were like, take the drugs. Don't be a hero. Like, you yeah. don't get an award for birthing naturally. Exactly. Like, take yeah. the drugs. Um. But yeah, I just never had a chance. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I get kind of self-conscious when I talk about my birth, and uh, you know, when people ask you, "Oh, did you take drugs?" and I said, "No, I just couldn't." It's the same with you. I, it all happened too quickly. I couldn't have drugs, and I, you know, and I kind of like felt. And I downplay it heaps because I don't want to yeah. sound like I'm bragging that I didn't take drugs. Yep. And in that moment, I was begging for morphine. I was oh, begging, totally. please just give me anything because I felt like I was dying. 
because yeah. something was coming out of me, you know, <laughs> and I could feel everything. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, yeah, so, you were, like, planning this beautiful, like, water birth with, like, candles and shit. Like, it's just that you were kind of like, there's no time and I want drugs, but there's no time. Yeah. But I also don't think that birth can be beautiful. Like, it's the most <laughs> fucked up thing I've ever done in my life. And it is, well, maybe maybe your birth was pretty, but I don't think, I don't think mine was at all. I know. with. I think I'd say Fat Man's birth was beautiful. Yeah. to be as wanky as that sounds like with Zed's like <laughs> she was so fast that I kind of went into shock and I was like shaking when she was uh, on me yeah, and yeah. I was like I don't even know if she's a boy or a girl like I was just totally in shock whereas with him and I think it was because we lost one a baby before him mm. when he was like when he came out I just remember it so clearly and him being placed on my chest I just remember yeah. like yeah it was the best feeling ever yeah um, whereas yeah, with burritos again, it probably swung back to being a bit more animal again. Like, <laughs> like I was like, yeah, this is really, I was more cool. I was like, this is awesome. And I feel really in control, but yeah, like, you know, I, it's cause I was on my hands and knees as soon as he was out and I rolled over, like I rolled in my own poo. So like, yeah, it's not, beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's not much beauty to it. <laughs> you made yourself a little artwork. That's beautiful. It was. It was really nice. And I remember, like, because you're so out of it. And I remember, like, yeah, the midwife was, like, cleaning me up. And I was like, have I got a poo on my leg? And she's like, Shh, <laughs> okay, it's okay. <laughs> Did you deliver the other two on your hands and knees also? No, I was on my back. Mm. I wanted to do hands and knees. Um, but your body just kind of ended up doing whatever it wants to do, hey? Yeah, I know. I was totally against on my back Mm -hmm. Um, with Zed, like the midwife's like, you know, we're going to try on your back. And I was terrified. I was like, no, I I can't do it on my back. Like, you know, that's what all the books say is that you need gravity and you need to be upright. And and she's like, yeah, but it's not working. So try it Mm -hmm. on your back. And I was like, but what if I can't move once I get there? And she's like, if you really want to move again, we'll help you get up. Like, it's fine. Mm. Um, and yeah, and both the first two were just on my back cause it was easy. It was what my body wanted to do. And yeah. then third time it was only because he wasn't in a good position. Yeah. I like do hands and knees. And I was like, okay. Um, so I went, like, I think I went to lie on my back and they were like, no, no, no. Like you need to be back. in a different yeah. yeah. Was there anything in the, in the third birth? that happened that you're like, oh, shit, I, you know, I didn't know that could have happened. Um, Will had to, oh, burrito, Will, <laughs> his real name. <laughs> um, he had to be resussed after he was born. Oh. Um, and so uh, because I was hands and knees, like I was kind of hovering over him, like staring at him when he came down, when he came out, Um. And I know that my obstetrician is always like does delayed cord clamping and all of that stuff, but you're still kind of just in the moment and in shock. And I, like he was kind of lying there and I couldn't hold him, which was weird too. Like it was weird kind of just hovering over your baby, but you can't really pick them up because you're so physically exhausted. So you just kind of yeah. over them. 
Um, and then the next, next minute, the obstetrician just kind of swooped in, clamped the cord, cut it and took him away. And so in my mind, I knew that something was wrong, but because, yeah, because it is such a crazy moment, you don't, you don't, I don't know if you don't register or if you, your mind doesn't really let you register. Um, so, and we were in this different birthing suite too, because the, the new birthing suites were being built when he was born. So it was good because the, the other rooms that I birthed the first two in were really big open rooms. Whereas this one was a bit more of a pokey room. So we had to be rushed like kind of around the corner. So I couldn't see. And that was probably really good because I, neither of us could see, like I said to hubby, I was like, you can go around if you want. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to stay with you. Um, I mean, but the obstetrician was talking to us at the same time anyway. Like it was, it was all really fast. Like it was only kind of a two minute recess, which is apparently not unheard of. Like it's, you know, it's two minutes is kind of okay. Um, but yeah, they just said that some babies who are born really quickly just kind of get stunned. Like they just kind of come out and they just don't really know, like they just kind of breathe in and then they just kind of get stunned. Um, and the obst- yeah, as I said, the obstetrician was talking us through it um, and everything. So I felt totally okay with it. But yeah, it was just, I suppose I just didn't expect that because I mean, no one would ever expect that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just something different that kind of happened that time. So Ooh. yeah. Yeah. But as I said, it was, I couldn't see it because he was around the corner, but I like, I knew something was happening, but I was just kind of lying there. Not, yeah, I don't know. It, it went really fast, but really slow at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, I mean, he was he was totally fine. Yeah. So. Yeah, that would have been scary still. Yeah, yeah. And it, they it, didn't tell you what was going on at all? They No, they did. Like, the obstetrician was like, oh, we just have to give him a bit of air. Like, you know, he's just... Um, he's just stunned and they kept saying that word like he's just stunned you know it all happened pretty quick so you just Mm. need to give him a bit of a rub and um and get him happening so yeah like he was probably for the first 30 seconds he didn't but he was probably like assessing in his head how serious it was Mm. but I mean that goes pretty quick and then he kind of just started talking us through it and then we kind of shouted out like oh this is his name so you know if you need to talk to him and you know to get him happening and then yeah. yeah and then yeah within not that long like he was back anyway so and by that stage it was good like I'd had a chance to kind of roll over and get on my back so then when they did bring him back like he was straight on my chest so yeah yeah That's yeah it was good. good yeah and the recovery was good yes I um after having fat man's big head I had like booked <laughs> in it to see a physio after like eight weeks or something. Cause yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm going to need to see a physio. Like I can't push any more out of that hole without it just breaking. <laughs> um, but I went to the physio and she was like, you're totally fine. So yeah. yeah, obviously, I don't know. I suppose it is a muscle, isn't it? So it just mm. snapped back. So that was good. Good. Um, yeah. It was with him. It was more just the exhaustion in terms of recovery because with three, there's just no downtime at yeah. all. Like 
anytime he slept, I'd have to be playing with the other kids because I'd feel, you know, guilty that I hadn't been giving them any time. And yeah. And then, you know, you still get the house to clean and the food to cook and all of that kind of stuff. So it was more just that. It was more just that I had no downtime at all. Yeah. So, have you, which um, you totally take for granted when you have a first one, I think. Like, you're kind of like, oh, I feel like I should be doing stuff because the baby's asleep. Whereas yeah. by the third, you just want to sleep, but you just can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's shattering. I try to nap. Uh when Akira naps and you know and I tell people like look as wanky as this sounds nap have have sleep when your baby's sleeping yeah just once a day like you know like one nap just do that because you need to recharge too yeah totally yeah so what's um what's in store next for seriously milestone um don't really know, to be honest. Yeah. Um, going to do some gift tags just for something a bit mm. different to kind of keep yeah. branching out in the stationary range. Christmas is coming. Um, pardon? Christmas is coming. That would be perfect. Gift tags. Yeah. So we've got, um, I don't know how soon I'll release those, if I'll do them in time for Christmas. Yeah. Um, but they are coming. Um, got a few markets coming up. So we've got Swagger, got um, Makers and Shakers. Are you doing and, that? Yes. I'll see you there. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and Trove and Bendigo. And, yeah, just kind of keep taking it as it comes. I've heard good thing about Trove. Yeah, I'm doing the Christmas one, like the December one. So, yeah. It's hometown, so it's easy and, mm. yeah, it's a Sunday. Mm. Like I'm still here in the morning. I'm still here at night. Like it's just easy to do <laughs> a hometown one. Yeah, yeah. So we've got a, you've got a code for listeners for your website? Yep. Um, if they use Birthing Babes 20, they will get 20% off. Great. And I'll put your Instagram and um website on the show notes so people can find easily awesome is there is there anything else you want to talk about today um no that's probably about it thank you so much for having me though thanks so much for your time um and i hope little man settles back is he sleeping he's sleeping now yeah he's asleep now okay yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) thanks again for your time and i'll chat with you soon awesome sounds good okay bye bye